Good afternoon. That's good. A true story. A commercial flight from Washington National Airport was canceled. One person was in the long line trying to get in on the next flight. He grew very impatient and, after pushing others out of the way to get to the front of the line, he demanded a first-class ticket on the next flight. After politely being asked to wait in line, he angrily said, do you have any idea who I am? Well, immediately without missing a beat, the ticket agent announced over the public address system, there is a person here who does not know who he is. If there is anyone in the airport who can identify him, please come to this counter. He retreated in humiliation and everyone in line burst into applause. The man was actually on the board of that very airline. The ticket agent didn't know him and, by the way, didn't lose her job. Amazing, it seems that we must often first be humiliated before we can be humble. Teachers, students, ministers, no one is immune to needing humility. A minister was once honored with a medal for his humility. The next day he was looked down upon as not being humble when he wore the medal. Indeed, if we stop to think about it, when we think we are humble, then we are not. When we think we are not humble, then we are. When we demand to be served like the executive, such lack of humility can even be reflected in our prayers. Let us now bow our heads, close our eyes, and pray. O oh God, grant me patience, but hurry. Amen. Though somewhat humorous in its irony, isn't that the sincere prayer we often say, or at least imply? It is described well in today's first reading, quote, How long, O Lord, I cry for help, but you do not listen. I cry out to you, violence, but you do not intervene. Why do you let me see me in ruin? Why must I look at misery? But the Lord answered this prayer by suggesting that we should still be patient since we don't see the full picture of our limited time frame when he said that it still has its time, presses on to fulfillment and will not disappoint. The rash one has no integrity. It is easy to say be patient but difficult to do. How do we do it? Paul gives the answer in today's second reading when he says, God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather of power and love and self-control. Bear your share of hardship. Paul was speaking from experience since he was in prison at the time, and often was in prison when he was writing. He was not speaking of his physical imprisonment, but his mental imprisonment. He was mentally free because he surrendered his thoughts of imprisonment over to the trust in God when he said, patience is possible 
quote, with the help of the Holy Spirit that dwells within. Regardless of our religion, our sins, our race, our ethnicity, our physique, we all have God dwelling within us. He knows us better than we know ourselves. He loves us beyond our wildest imagination. But the question is, where do we get the faith and trust that Paul refers to? That is the very question the apostles asked of Jesus when they said, almost demanded, in fact, in today's gospel, increase our faith. We all must take note of Jesus' counterintuitive and yet profound answer. He essentially said to submit to God as master, humble yourself to serve him, not your own wishes. In other words, faith is not yours to earn, but yours to be given by God while waiting in humble receptivity. It is another take on the concept that the first shall be last and the last shall be first. Luke is not saying we need to be someone else's doormat, but to be a vehicle of God's loving embrace to others as their servant, not their master. And this applies even, or actually especially if, the person being served is aggressively demanding as when we when he says in today's gospel, prepare something for me to eat. Put on your apron, wait on me while I eat and drink. Those are the times when our humility is truly tested. Wow, <laughs> how many of us can do that? Well, you see it here at our parish when you are served by others, even though you all have made it very easy because you are kind. God is showing you the way through the humble example of others. Pope Francis demonstrated what the gospel is calling us to do when he came out on the balcony after his election as Pope to give the centuries-old traditional papal blessing. He rejected the pomp and circumstance garments offered to him, and it was reported that he told the priest giving him the garments that, quote, those days are over. Then he dramatically knelt and asked instead for the people's blessing. Later, the Pope answered an opening question in an historic interview. The question was, who is Jorge Mario Bergoglio? And the Pope answered, I am a sinner. So when our spouse works around the house, do we offer to help? When there is a line at the grocery store, do we let an elderly person go first? Do we have faith that God will grant us patience by the very fact we have faith in him as his servant? Are we prepared to pray for patience in others that we don't even know? I just returned from a Colby retreat, giving a Colby retreat at the Michael Unit prison unit in Palestine, Texas. They had the largest death rate of any unit in the country last month. 
11 suicides. Please pray for these men. You can't imagine the hopelessness that they need your prayers for.